Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment is to pay attention to, for attention, uh, to practice attention on awareness while we are talking and getting a sense of what, uh, what it is that we're saying. So here we go. Here's our first caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Uh-oh. All right. First caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Jennifer from Whidbey Island, Washington. Hello, Jennifer. What are you seeing? Well, I'm noticing that ego has quite the agenda whenever I speak. And (laughs) I related to the trotting out of stories yesterday. It's like this need to entertain. And then there's... um, Mm -hmm. And then there's like this checklist, like ask this, ask that, ask this, ask that. And then when you're done, I know the person. Ego knows the person. And we're done. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And in a lot of cases, truly we're done. Yeah. I I may have to tolerate them because they're in my life in some way, but I know enough about them that I I don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. In fact, why are they still here? I already figured everything (laughs) out about them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like that trotting out stories too. I, I don't know if you know this expression, but the one-trick pony. Yeah. And uh, and ego really is a one-trick pony, and oh. and there it is, trotting out those stories just time after time after time. It's got nothing new. No, and and I really notice how automatic it is. How what a what a drive it is. It's like push a button, we do our tricks, now we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the way you describe it, it's really easy to see how the ego world of opposites, the dualistic world, the imaginary world of ego is created and maintained. Because every time I know something about you, there, there's just this whole uh, – bunch of dualities, you know, because I like this, but I don't like that, and I'm not really sure about that, but maybe it was that, but I don't really know, and why, yeah, and so throughout that whole process, ego is just, it's a banquet for ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, voting, 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 stamp of approval or not. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and again, usually not. You know, uh, I I kid people about the number of people we have met in our lives and the number of people who are in our lives. And then narrow that down to the number of people who are in our lives by choice. Mm -hmm. Right? Not because they're related to us and we feel obligated, but actually people that we actually picked out of the crowd and, and, and choose to be in relationship with and still ego can about right right plus it's working on fixing them so they'll be better well that's 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 kind of our our spiritual uh uh calling right Mm -hmm. i mean is that's probably what we're on this earth for is to fix and change other people (laughs) so that they can be the way we we know they should be yeah yeah 
Wow. It, it's just really, uh, it's pretty entertaining to watch. It is. It's simultaneously sobering and entertaining, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's one of those, oh, yeah, I don't want to go to sleep through this yeah. process because uh, it's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. But to be here for it, yeah, mm-hmm. quite entertaining. Ego is a, ego is a, always good for a laugh. And yeah. God, it hates to be laughed at. It sure does. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so Thank much, you. Jennifer. Thanks, Jennifer. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Emily from Seattle. Hey, Emily. Hi. Um, well, I feel like I, I just can't do this exercise. It's, um, I'm just in so much identification around people, and um, I'll um, think, I mean, think about it afterwards, and I, I can't remember to do it, and I think I just go into kind of a, um, like a, like, even when people are in the vicinity, like there's kind of a shutdown that happens, and I, I don't feel like I know the feeling of expanded awareness with with other people, really. So are you saying, Emily, that uh, you don't have a feeling of expanded awareness? Was that the last, that, was that what you said at the end, that you with, don't have a feeling of expanded awareness with other people? Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm working on that right now with, with listening and sort of, <clears throat> at that phase, but then with speaking, I don't, I don't even know really how to approach that. Uh-huh. So, so are you aware, you're aware that you're identified while you're speaking with people. You're aware of, a, of, a, of sensations that signal to you that ego is operating or attention is on conditioned mind. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm. I'm last week watching. I just heard a lot of self hate, but it might have actually been afterwards. It's, it's kind of like more just a, a um, self consciousness while talking, and then afterwards, it's going over what I said that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, right? That uh, what the conclusion of that process is you can't do the assignment. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, a, it's so classic that there's a, there's a certain experience of what doing the assignment is that is established. And then, as you said, afterwards, there is the, okay, did you do it or did you not do it? And the conclusion is that you didn't. But there's, th- that itself is such an interesting place to, uh, to look at, right, Emily? Because that is uh, very indicative of how the, the program controls us. And you can see the control. You're aware of the control. And you're learning about that because you're paying attention to your experience. You're paying attention to awareness. Because otherwise, you would not know that that's what happens to you around people. Mm-hmm. 
right? So you could, you, you mm. could, if you're disidentified enough, I mean, we could practice it in this conversation, right? So you're talking to me and you're telling me about your experience in another conversation as you're paying attention to what's going on for you, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so then you could, you could, if you're aware that you're reporting on what the voices are saying, you could, in that expanded awareness, basically say, that's what I, that my experience when I'm around other people is that, that there's a lot of identification. And so it, it's not that the assignment is being done. It's just not being done the way ego says it should be. Hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's just that voice is very loud that's saying it's the, wrong, right. it's the wrong thing. It's the wrong experience. That's exactly right. It's, it's saying it now. And you actually... Therefore, it's motivation, right? When we see we're that controlled around something in our lives, we bring more attention and attention to awareness around it, and we practice that. Not because we want to be, I don't know, uh, articulate when we're engaging with somebody else, but simply because we don't want to be identified when we're engaged with them. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so just keep doing what I'm doing. That's right, keep <laughs> practicing. Awareness. That's right. Awareness to it. Yes, if, if you're practicing with listening, then that, that keeps happening. And then when you're talking, you're practicing when it occurs to you to talk. And you support yourself, I mean, pr- uh, have attention on awareness when you're talking, but that's a practice, right? So whatever it is that you need to support yourself in a, in a, an interaction, you do that. So in a record, you listen to recordings that say, I want to, I want to, uh, I, I want, I'm here, I want to be here when I'm talking to people. Post an interaction, you do a recording to explore what went on with you because awareness is always there in an interaction. And, and, and that way you get more and more present. What goes on for you when you're interacting with somebody? You know, mm-hmm. you explore that. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But we don't let ego just conclude you're not doing the assignment, so you know you're done. Kind of uh, conclusions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. so I am. He doesn't know. Doing it. Okay. All right. Thanks, listen Emily. Back. Listen back. Thank you. You know, in that uh, interaction, we get to see the playbook of an abuser. Mm-hmm. So if an abuser wants to take somebody's voice away from them, you know, it can start out with just uh, uh, denigration or humiliation mm-hmm. or, you know, just the put-downs, the, that sort of thing. But if the person keeps showing up, as mm-hmm. Emily is, then the voice gets louder. And pretty soon the voice is shouting at you to shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Mm-hmm. And if you still don't quit then there's bound to be blows that follow it. Mm -hmm. And every abuser follows that same playbook and every abused person knows that sequence. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what we're up against. And, you know, ego would, it's just a kind of a benign little, yeah, it's not that big a, it is. 
And the farther we go uh, in practice, the more desperate it's going to become, the more abusive it's going to become until we cross over that, uh, that uh, hump and realize, well, all it can do is yell. Mm-hmm. All it can do is yell abuse at me. All it can do is tell me to quit. Well, I'm not quitting. Mm-hmm. And then, it's, then we start down the path of realizing it's got nothing. Yeah, and it's a process. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And the only thing that's required for our awakening is not to quit. Just keep showing up. That's all. That's all that we have to do. And it'll happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's big. It is. And a worthy pursuit. Yes, yes. Well, if if we want bliss which is, you know, what we're told this is leading to instead of misery if we, if we want heaven and not hell um, and not some other time right now, then this is the process. This, this is what's required. Yeah. And we're doing it. Yeah. Yes. All right, here's our next caller. Sherry, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, it's Mark in Chicago. Hello, Mark. What's going on? Hi, Hi. so what I've seen in this is there's something situational about when I'm having interaction with someone else. And it's not just situational. um, It's also like, you know, some combination of my mood and my attitude about the I don't know, higher moral principle of what I'm doing and, and all kinds of things. And I, and, and I think it was you or, or Ashwini mentioned Gandhi the other day, kind of in passing, and it made me think, as much as I admire the work he, he did for, you know, standing up to the British Empire, you know, I, maybe it's the liquor talking, but I kind of think I could actually do something like that. And yet I can't go stand in line at the Department of Motor Vehicles for three hours, and some guy cuts a line in front of me, and I go absolutely nuts. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, what, what oh, is... Oh, I do. I do, I do, I do, I do. And, Mark, it, it really is, again, you, you and Emily are tag-teaming here, okay, because that's the deal. You know, I can find a cave somewhere, and I can sit down cross-legged, and by God, I've got the answer to every problem of humanity. And then, yeah, let somebody cut in line when I've been waiting, and, and I become a crazed killer. And you're not alone in that. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, that's a, I read something at, at one point about if you, if you want to see um, a really well-dressed mob, then cut in line at the opera. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it it is it is it is the deal, and and that's what we're doing in practice. And what you laid out is exactly it. You you laid out egocentric karmic conditioning, self hate. That's that's what's that's what's uh, going on in the different scenarios, right? And so you get triggered. And what we're practicing for is to get triggered in that situation. Realize it's the same thing, same old, same old. Okay, I need to, I need to explore it, get to the other side of it, uh, get clarity about it, let it go. Okay, done. Next. And there will be a next. 
There will, until we're finally completely finished. You know, there was a quote, I think it was last week's assignment. You had a, uh, a, a quote or conversation with someone asked about the definition of a good conversation. You said as long as ego is not present, it's a good conversation. And then there was a quote at the end of that assignment that was more along the line of, it was quite a long quote, kind of, you know, the Christian thing, turn the other cheek, always be kind. And I get, I stumble over the role of anger. You know, your quote seemed to allow for any human emotion as long as ego wasn't involved. Then that would include anger. The other quote did not seem to allow right. for that. So, so does, I mean, does well, Gandhi start well, well, now, hang on, hang on. I don't know if you have a Christian background, but one of the things that Christians really struggle over with is trying to make sense of Jesus saying, turn the other cheek, and then going and tearing up the temple. Yes, Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So this is very good. If you take out the label, what do you have in what we think of as anger? A lot of energy. Yes. I was just kidding with people yesterday. My teacher used to lean forward and his fists are on the table and veins are popping out in his head and his face is bright red and he's practically spitting and he says, you think I'm angry. I am not angry. I am enthusiastic. <laughs> okay, which was absolutely true. So it's not, you know, if we get hung up on our understanding of what a label is, and then ego takes hold of that. So what is that energy that you have? What is, what is that energy when you don't call it anger and let ego twist you up into, is it right? Is it wrong? Can I have it? Can I not have it? Can I make a, can I project and make a suggestion? Yeah. It's deep, deep caring. Wow. That's not what I expected you to say. Good. I hate to be predictable. Don't you? <laughs> it's so, it's so not in the moment. So maybe just looking at it from that perspective and seeing what happens with you in those situations. What's, what's really behind that? Because, you know, the person who will cut in line in a situation like that uh, is really demonstrating a complete lack of caring for anyone or anything other than their own ego. And that's really mm-hmm. painful. It's seeing that played out all over the world that is really, really painful. Children are starving in our own country. People don't have medical care in our own rich country. People are killed on the street because of the color of their skin. It all comes down to the same thing. I don't care. I only care about what's going on with me. I'm going to suggest that's what you're in touch with. Yeah, I guess it's, I, I, I am honing, but not there yet, a, a suggestion you had for me, I don't know, maybe years ago, that, you know, I, I, I mentioned that when I get in these situations where either, you know, anger or whatever emotion is involved, it's not that I don't know what to do, it's that I know too many things to do, and, and I just don't do anything, and then later I'm angry at myself, 
because I didn't do anything. And of course, ego takes over. And and, and you said um, that's okay. Just just practice with that and watch it. And as long as you're aware of it, eventually you will come to a point where life will take you into what the right next thing is. And I get glimpses of that, but it sure is not clear yet. Yeah. Well, and I'd offer you another one quickly before we say adieu this morning, and that is that one option is to just speak honestly from your heart about what you're seeing in that moment. Yeah. Now, ego would say, you can't do that. That's too vulnerable. People take advantage of you. People, well, who cares? They do already, if they can. Okay? But for you to just stop right there and look, look at what's going on with you and then say what that is from your heart. That will give you clarity, whatever happens in the situation. You mean say it out loud? Yeah, say it out loud, sure. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, great. You know, the one thing I wanted to mention was how much I like the format of this, this program. Having the same, converse, or the same topic for a week really helps burn this into my reptilian brain, so kudos to whoever <laughs> came up with this. Well, we, we know who comes up with all of this stuff. And uh, we're going to let her talk to the next person now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Mark. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks, bye-bye. Mark. You know, Sherry, what was dropping in for me is uh, the, it's one of the reasons we're learning to pay attention, right? Because I know that what speaks with all of, from that place of high energy is ego. But what yeah. I learned to do is to have, life speak from caring, right? That's what I'm getting in touch with. What I'm in touch with is the ego interpretation of the energy rather than the life interpretation of the energy. And that's the shift that we're attempting. Because if I'm really present to the energy, it has a vocabulary that's very different than if I'm present to conditioned mind and speak from there. Is that what you were pointing to? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I can project that Gandhi uh, had a tremendous amount of energy about everything that was going on. But he didn't let ego use that against him or against anyone else. Yeah, and that's the training. Right? That's the transfer- yes. transformation we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you? Oh, hi, Isota here. Hey, Isota. Oh, I wasn't expecting to, to be unmuted because I, uh, I got in late. Um, it, it's so interesting that you mentioned Gandhi because I was looking yesterday, I was trying to be present during a conversation when the other person had some spiritual beliefs that I don't have Mm. and I was really like I had a volcano inside me and I was dying to explain to this person that I practice Zen and what Zen is you know because this person was telling me what they do you know Mm -hmm. and I felt I was exploding but thank God we are doing this assignment (laughs) so I was looking at it while it was happening you know Uh Uh-huh. Uh, but really I was bursting and I was so uncomfortable and there was like a belief that I didn't, if I didn't stay 
what I believe instead, even if it was only me and this person, so it not, was not a matter of convincing anybody else. But I felt that if I didn't say what I believe, uh, I don't know, the world would fall apart. It was so strange to, to witness. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the, the tremendous amount of energy that, was, that felt almost uncontainable if it wasn't expressed. Exactly. And and you were watching it, right? It's, it's, uh, go ahead. You were watching I know that people make wars for that. It was like, of course people make wars over the religion. Mm -hmm. If I am here and I'm suffering so much just because this person in front of me is expressing a different belief than mine. Yes. Well, and I, I, I don't know if this, is, this was your experience, right? So to, it, that... that, that uh, if I don't express it, we can see the ego in that, right? The ego attempting to maintain itself in opposition to this other person. That somehow or the other, if it didn't say what it needed to say, it ceased to exist. And to yeah. watch it from that, uh, I project that precept of restraint and religious observances. Here I am, I'm practicing, watching the whole thing and not giving into what the, con the conditioning is, which is to oppose, to, 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 to at least assert my position in this conversation. Because if I don't assert my position or maintain my position, it ceases to exist. And that you could have everything. You could have that entire experience and not, not uh, disintegrate <laughs> just because ego could not say what it wanted to say. You know that this idea of ego disintegrating is really what I was feeling because so I held these enormous waves of energy and then I was like, okay, no, but my assignment here is just to observe my, myself and, and listen and that's all I have to do. And so it was like a, a reset and it was as if in that moment the, the world would start again, as if I had ceased existing for one second. Yeah. And I would go back to normal and start all over. And then I would listen, and again, this energy would mount, 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 mount. And then I was like, okay, no, but this is what I'm doing now. Puff. And every time I would go back, I was kind of seizing, or ego, or whatever was seizing to exist for one second and going back, you know? Yeah, it's so brilliant, right? And that's why we have structures, because it, it, there are ways to practice with this. In this situation, all I'm going to do is watch what's going on for me. And there we see the ego show up and it's raging and it's wanting to explode and there's such a choice for, nope, that's not what we're doing here. And you watch the ego disintegrate because if we come back here. There's a lot of energy, but it's not there, right? Exactly, exactly. I'm so thankful though that I was doing this assignment because I don't know how it would have gone otherwise. Well, well, you know, Isota, we'd find out, right? That's sort of what Sherry was touching into with Mark, that it doesn't matter. So I explode and then I see what happens around that. And then I choose that the next time I interact with this person, my handle is going to go to just reflect what they say because that might be what I'm practicing with, or just go, really, how interesting. I, f I find myself having a lot of energy about this. And just that, right? Because then you're, you're allowing yourself to have the experience you're having in this conversation, because the conditioned notion is, I either have to agree with them or disagree with them. Not, I could just have whatever experience I'm having and actually even say that. 
How interesting. You're right. It hadn't occurred to me. Yes. Well, uh, still I enjoyed seeing ego disappear, so it was cool, oh, like for two exactly. seconds. Exactly. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because that's what arose for you in that moment, and that was, it's just, it's just wonderful how life is revealing itself to us and how we're guided in our practice, right? Uh-huh. Yes, but still, I, I will keep in mind uh, the, the other option, though, the, the, the thing of not having only to either agree or to d- disagree. So I will keep that in mind. But, well, but that's not the point anyway. This time we are just observing, so who cares? Yes. I exactly, and it will drop in <laughs> for you, right? Because it mm-hmm. dropped in for you not to respond from that high energy place mm-hmm. or not to react, it's- right? Yes, and to observe what was happening, which because I love that the intera- that the assignment was to to was not to do the five things, but to just see what's going on. I find it so genius. I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank you, Soda. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gasha. So, in that conversation, what we got to see is the. Uh, when we talk about ego as the first addiction, mm. mm-hmm. that's it. That's, that's what Isoto was describing. Yeah. And the, when the addiction drops away, even for a split second, when we're, we're not identified with ego, even for a split second, the difference. And, of course, most of us can have that experience at some point, you know, walking around. We may not be sure that that's what's going on, but we kind of have a sense that we're here or we're really happy, so maybe I'm here because I feel really happy. Um, And then to be in a situation where there's that kind of energy and not let ego have that energy, that's the breaking the addiction, right? And to see that when I say it's got nothing, it is nothing, (laughs) right? And it's not there and then to watch it all come back in. And so just, again, to underline uh, the, the, the whole thing of having structures and, and that people, when people are willing really to do the assignment, as, as people are talking about, um, that's when things open up. Right? Mm-hmm. To just really, okay, okay, no matter what happens, this is what I'm committed to, this is what I'm going to practice, this is what I'm going to focus on, nothing else, not going to... Yeah, and that's when we get to see the bigger picture. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's 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 brilliant to be able to uh, have that experience that Isota was talking about. Simply because it proves to us to us that we don't have to go with the ego. That's right. You know that's that right. there's such a level of uh, sort of get a, having custody of the attention when we make that choice. Yeah. Well, and and that's the facing the addiction part of it. You know, right. that's why people stay addicted to drugs or alcohol or sugar or coffee or whatever the heck people are addicted to because it's so awful not to feed the addiction. Yes. You know, Soda just standing there. I I hope she was standing because sitting she'd been probably bouncing out of her chair, but just being there in with that kind of energy and not going with it you know it's like your nerves are trying to crawl out through your skin yeah 
Yeah. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to stay here. I'm going to breathe right through it. I'm going to breathe right through it. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, Jerry, that brings us to the end of the show, and um, we'll talk to more callers tomorrow. Excited about that. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ashwini. Go happy. Thanks, Go Jerry. happy.